0: Hey, people out there. This is the start of the podcast. Um, (laughs) Welcome to Conspiracy What. My name is Allie, and of course, this guy over here.
1: Cameron, you can't see her pointing.
0: I'm not really pointing, I'm just kind of gesturing Ah. in your direction. And then we are welcoming back this person over here. Jackie. I'm here. It's Jackie again. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) For a third time. Yes, welcome back.
2: Um, it's good to be back.
0: We are here to tell you today about probably one of the best cryptids. It's like, some people consider him a cryptid, some people are more along the lines of like, this is a haunting thing. I prefer to think of him as a cryptid. Um It's Jeff. Jeff, the talking mongoose.
2: Yes. Also known as the, the uh Dalby Shook or Spook. Spook? 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 Dalby Spook. Spock. Dalby Spook, <laughs> It's <Spock. laughs> Dalby Spook. Spook or Spock. Yeah. He, uh, I think, so Dalby is the place that, like, where it all took place on, right? The, it's, like, an on an island, Isle of Man, off of the UK. Yeah. In yeah. a place called Dalby, and so I guess he was the spook.
0: <laughs> the spook of Dalby.
2: The spook of Dalby. That's his formal name. Um. So
0: he was supposedly a mongoose. He lived on a farmhouse with the Irving family in the 1930s. He...
2: I mean, how do you even describe Jeff? I mean, he... A
0: mongoose.
2: He's a well, yeah, he... he, he uh, supposedly a mongoose, but he also said that it... They also said it was between, like, a weasel and a mongoose and a ferret or something like that. With
1: possibly like, he, human hands.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he could intimidate, like, other animal sounds as well. Like, not just sound like a mongoose, but he started, like, imitating other animal sounds and... I don't know, he was meant to haunt the family, basically. That's what yeah. he had come there for.
1: Well, and to, to quote uh, James Irving, he is, Jeff is a little animal resembling a stoat, a ferret, or a weasel, yellow in color with a body about nine inches long. Its long bushy tail is speckled with black.
2: Which sounds more like a squirrel. It always kind of looks like in the photo or like in the drawing that I saw that he had a mustache. <laughs> didn't well, look like that? <laughs>
0: supposedly had a human-like face so I guess they just gave him a mustache <laughs> oh yeah that makes sense
1: Jeff himself says I know who I am but I shan't tell you I'm a freak I have hands and I have feet if you saw me you'd faint you'd be petrified mummified turned into stone or a pillar of salt
2: yeah That's didn't he, say that in that himself. he was regarded as a very clever mongoose yeah,
0: but this this all started in 1931 when the Irving family um, so they had just recently acquired this farm in Cashins Gap called Doralish Cashin Doralish Cashin. That's the name of the farm, I guess. Um, the, but the the father was definitely not a farmer. Like he did not really know what he was doing. He just kind of fell on hard time hard times and was like, "Yeah, we'll buy a farm and we'll try that life out." I read that they
1: fell in hard times after they bought the farm. (laughs) It was that he bought the farm to be a farmer because he was a farmer.
0: Disclaimer: um, It (laughs) seems like there's a lot of contradictory information out there. Either way, they were not—they
2: were not doing well financially.
0: Yeah, like is whatever.
2: Yeah, so like that might have prompted them to kind of make up a tale to get financial compensation for it, but
1: maybe i mean so they were living they were living a mile away from their nearest neighbor on the island man. and they had no electricity they had no heat they had from what i could tell no running water so yeah pretty much nothing
0: it was an r- extremely rural farm out yeah. there and so i guess one day mr irving started hearing like scratching in the walls and what sounded like an animal, like blowing, spitting, and growling, mm-hmm. and then it turned into like a little voice, and like I guess it kind of started with rudimentary English, or like animal sounds, like other animal sounds, like
2: Jackie you said earlier. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, I heard it. You know, at one point, at one point he could imitate a bird. <laughs> Interesting, coming out of
0: a mongoose. <laughs> yeah and And so 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 eventually
2: he just would yeah i think mimic people which there have been cases of mongo mongooses able to make very complex vocal sounds
0: yeah so
1: they can supposedly imitate they they think they're smarter they'd be able to imitate a lot more
0: animals i look up anything about actual mongooses
1: (laughs) yeah
0: so i guess he he would shout things at people like after he started learning english Um, He'd just kind of sit in the walls and say things to the family. Or sing things. Yeah, I guess he really liked singing songs, particularly uh, Carolina Moon (laughs) and other nursery rhymes. Um, But in the beginning, it just, you know, it kind of started out slow, which is why people thought it was a haunting, because it was kind of just voices in the walls and shit like that, and there was growling. So, I mean, I would move out and run away, but that's just me.
1: Well, they thought, I mean, they just thought it was a trapped animal. They live on an island where it's not rare to have animals getting trapped or rats that sound like they're in pain or growling because they can't get out of somewhere. So it's not that weird or even like a cat. It's not, it's not odd to have an animal like growling in your home. The, The odd thing came when he started growling back James Irving, which is just odd in the first place. I'm uh, going he to
0: scare you out. He, just...
1: he couldn't figure out a way to get rid of it, so he started making animal noises too uh, and basically just had a growling match with this thing until he started making different animal noises and then Jeff started imitating him. Ah. And that led to Jeff slowly revealing his nature, which was his ability to mimic and speak. And then eventually it kind of just divulged into him speaking. So
0: interesting (laughs) yeah
1: and this is this is something that was all recorded uh not recorded as in like physically recorded as in the sound actually none of that is none of that exists there's no recording of this thing
0: surprise there's no tangible proof
1: but there are pictures what what i will say is that it is all recorded like witness accounts from like 1931 to 1935 which was when harry which is one of the researchers on this, he released a book, but he was being sent letters by James Irving consistently with every single detail of what happened with Jeff the mongoose.
0: Yeah. It didn't take very long for reporters to start showing up because like they would tell like literally everybody that would listen that there was a talking mongoose on the farm. So like around 1932 is when it kind of came out that he, that Jeff was like a mongoose, like a physical animal that was doing all this weird shit to this family. He actually named himself Jeff. He announced to the family that he wanted to be called Jeff and specifically spelled G E F.
1: Well, he didn't say he wanted to be called Jeff, he said his name was Jeff. Well, that's the same thing. That's well, different. He didn't name himself that necessarily. It's just his name. Like
0: his okay. parents
1: probably did. His talking demonic mongoose parents named him that. From India.
0: Oh yeah, did we mention he's from India? Yeah, yeah I, I don't we, think
1: I don't think we did. Yeah, he, Delhi. Yeah, Delhi, in June seventh, eighteen fifty-two. He claims this is his birthday.
2: But like, I just want to know how he got all the way from India to the UK. Like, I just want to know what that journey was like. <laughs> I saw this one thing that was like someone took him there.
1: Mm-hmm. There was something that claim where he claimed that he was taken to England from Egypt by, like, an explorer who brought him over to England. And then he somehow made his way onto the Isle of Man, maybe with all of the mongooses that were released on the Isle of Man. Because that is a true thing, is there were multiple... There was, like, a whole... They they released a whole, like, horde of them because they were trying to get rid of pests on the island. So they released a bunch of mongooses to a place where they're not native. And just let them do whatever they do. I don't even know if the Isle of Man still has any mongooses. I hate the word mongooses.
0: Mongoose. (laughs) Is it mongoose or mongooses? It's
1: mongooses.
0: Well, that's dumb. It is. (laughs) Um, I read that that thing where they released mongooses uh, was actually like in 1900. It was like 30 years prior. Yeah, but like that's still 30 years. And there wasn't like a lot of them on the island by that time. In fact, nobody ever really saw them. Probably why they thought it was weird that there was a mongoose that could talk. Aside from the fact that he could talk, but I guess Jeff did other things. Like he gave betting tips. Um, He could speak different languages, which if he was imitating them, (laughs) multilingual. He was a multilingual talking.
1: As far as they knew, did anyone in the family actually speak several languages, or was he just? Jabbering, jabbering, gibber jabbering. <laughs> yeah,
2: because there's this one part I saw where he would, like, he started going into town or something like that, or he would, like, hitch rides on the back of other cars. And so I'm wondering if, like, maybe he was just imitating the other types of sounds that he heard, you know, from other families who you know, were maybe speaking other languages, and then he would kind of say stuff in a simbol- similar tone and they would be like, oh, my God, he can speak multiple languages because they can't.
0: <laughs> he learned French today.
2: <laughs> He's like, "Hola."
0: they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> I guess he also often told jokes. Um, he had a sweet tooth. He liked eating snacks and demanding snacks. He performed psychic tricks and was apparently shy around strangers.
1: Very shy strangers surprise he was very shy in general though it's not like he just walked around the house when nobody else was there anyway he but mostly it, only I, came out for the girl
2: i thought he, he i saw another thing that said that he would throw coins at strangers heads and threaten them
0: yeah
2: <laughs> and he's insult like, them he
0: reminds me of some like some character from something and i really can't place it
2: yeah i feel that way too he's just like a bad sport all around
0: yeah, but I guess he wouldn't just throw coins, you know, he'd like just throw pebbles.
2: He honestly kind of reminds me of my cat. It's like he's a complete dick, but like kind of endearing. Doesn't like strangers. <laughs> if you talk, would, would it be telling you rude, awful things? Yeah, I'm Saying your I'm house sure. sucks. Yeah, unless I have treats. But I feel like the that Jeff is similar Like if you have some sausage or bacon He would just be like Yes I like you I'm not going to kill you Even though I could I'm not gonna
1: He did specifically <laughs> like sausage and bacon Yeah They did say that Yeah Because you would eat it, he, it alone with What is her name? It the So
0: I kind of like Pronounced it sort of Frenchy V-O-R-E Because
2: like O-I But I don't know it's weird, it's a weird name. Yeah, and I think he thought uh, they were like friends, like I feel like he only trusted her.
0: Yeah, so like most of the activity with Jeff would only happen around the daughter. He would like purposely attach himself to her and she was the only one that saw him the most. And so there, there are theories as well, we'll talk about that a little bit later, that maybe he was a poltergeist or something because a lot of times poltergeists attach themselves to certain people. And so since he was always around the daughter, maybe he was a poltergeist or something. In 1932, there was a reporter, like, I think the first reporter that went to their house was there to try and, like, talk to Jeff, right? And, like, you could only hear the voice in, in, like, in the evening or in dimly lit settings. So when there's no light... And he supposedly heard the voice of Jeff, which was described as high-pitched and screechy. Mm -hmm. And this reporter also saw the daughter sitting in another room, like from a reflection um, on a mirror on the wall. He said he saw her sitting at the table with like her fingers to her lips or something. And when he moved closer to her, Jeff's talking would stop. And then he said also, though, when he walked up, to her, he saw that she was actually just like sucking on a piece of string, yeah. which is weird. And
1: he's he said that there's no way she knew he was there too. He's pretty positive.
0: Yeah, just she he just like no saw her idea. in a reflection, like well, happened to see her sitting at a table in the room.
1: He moved closer to the room, but never announced he was there. So most likely, she didn't know right. he was
0: there. In theory,
2: yeah. And and uh, the mongoose apparently could hear impeccably well. You know, so it said that it could hear 15 to 20 feet even if you were whispering.
0: uh, Yeah.
2: Or if you were whispering even 15 to 20 feet and probably, like, if you were talking at a regular uh, regular volume, he could hear throughout the whole house. So maybe the mongoose could sense it coming closer. (laughs) Stop talking.
0: Well, like, apparently they... They said that because like if you whispered in a different room, he would just shout at you, I can hear your whispering, and then he would just say the thing they were whispering back at them. Like just to prove that he could hear what they were saying anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a very brash little mongoose.
1: So the what the reporter had said, this is the first release of anything about Jeff the Mongoose when to the public. Just
0: the speak.
1: This was this was the first release ever that has ever happened in a newspaper. Uh they, the reporter said, had I heard a weasel speak, I do not know, but I do know that I've heard today a voice which I should never have imagined could issue from a human throat. Uh, he goes on to claim that the people that are hearing this seem sane, honest, and responsible. And it's basically, he says that it's difficult to say whether or not they would fake this uh, and that he himself has now heard it. So there are other people that heard the voice, quite a few other people. That heard the voice.
2: Yeah, and and I heard that like at first they might have gotten paid for some of it, but then eventually they the tabloids just stopped paying them for any of it. So, but they still continued with the story. It's like why would they continue with the story even after they weren't getting paid for it?
1: And it didn't last long, like you said, Jackie. Not really enough to be considered like useful from hoaxing. Yeah, I feel like it was more time consuming than anything to do this hoax if it was a hoax to have people constantly coming in and constantly trying to figure out whether or not you're lying or whether or not there's an actual something going on.
0: Yeah, so like at first, everyone was assuming that this house was haunted or whatever. But Mr. Irving was completely convinced that it wasn't a haunting. It was specifically a real actual live talking animal in his house. That was like living in the walls and the rafters. Yeah, and I wanted to bring up the fact that after a while, people did actually start seeing him. Um, And even though Jeff says he's a mongoose, most of the descriptions don't really say that. I mean, it doesn't really describe a mongoose. Like, they're not native to the Isle of Man, but like we said, they they did have some that were released on the island, like, a few decades prior. To control the rodents. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Uh so like they could possibly still be there i don't know how many they released but most of the sightings kind of describe something more like weasel or squirrel like because of the huge bushy tail and also it's really small like nine inches is not very long and then like the weird part that gets me is that some people said he had a somewhat flat face and human-like front paws
2: like he had just from that photo where there was like the only not blurry photo that they ever took of jeff was of someone reaching to touch him or something like that or reaching out their hand to him and the jeff's hands were like sticking out of this wooden board and uh it didn't look like human hands they looked like kind of like white and thick hands but sort of sort of human-like enough like not weasel-like for sure yeah i think think it was kind of where that comes from to explain that photo
1: i so we have the photo at the bottom of our outline if you guys want to look at it yeah
2: yeah yeah
1: he's pointing to those hands there so i looked more into this photo and what i basically found out is the guy that wrote the the newest book on jeff the mongoose like the 400 pager he says that what he's pretty sure that photo's from is an investigator kind of near the end came by and they didn't have any experiences with Jeff the mongoose, like many of the investigators and reporters that came by, but they did some recreations of what the father's stories were. Oh. So he's pretty positive that this photo was actually just a recreation, and oh, that the father nice. was supposed to be explaining an event that had happened to him, and they were showing using someone else's hands. He doesn't know whose hands, though. Hmm. So. Yeah.
2: yeah, I like you know, the, the, the next photo yeah i like the next photo with uh the paws. like they took an imprint of the pause and it looks like completely fake to me
1: yeah yeah i mean we could talk about that it's like so There, there's a lot of evidence for this surprisingly evidence. there i mean there is it's, it's evidence yeah. but
0: i didn't finish what i was uh, saying
1: did you want to finish it what i
0: just it? his aside from his creepy little human feet i guess some some people's like Theorization for what he is is that he's just like some kind of weird rodent hybrid because he didn't really look like anything. But yeah, that's just what I wanted to end that with.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's possible he was, I mean, even he says he's not any one thing in particular.
2: So, <laughs> I know what I am. I you like, don't.
1: I'll turn you into a pillar of I'm the salt. Eighth
2: wonder of, I'm the eighth wonder of the world.
1: <laughs> the fifth dimension.
2: <laughs> I'm the fifth dimension. I like how he, he kind of says like, I am the fifth dimension, not I'm from the fifth dimension. He is the I fifth li- dimension. He is. <laughs> He's the best. <laughs> just one one mongoose, one clever mongoose is the fifth dimension.
1: <laughs> it's horrifying.
2: Isn't, isn't the fourth dimension like time or something, right? Yeah, I think so. Space Sometimes or time or something mean. like that. And then the fifth dimension is just a clever mongoose. <laughs> In, Interstellar would be so different if they read Jeff Mongoose first. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the the feet,
0: the, was it the family that took the imprints, like the castings of the footprints that they found? Or was it <laughs> yeah. a reporter? Uh,
1: it was the family that okay. did that. So it was, again, the daughter.
0: Oh, she took footprint castings?
1: Yeah. That, that's So that's the most consistent story I heard. There are a lot of inconsistencies on where those came from, whether or not they were prints that the family found or whether or not they were prints that investigators found or reporters found, or if she was asked to get prints from him and those are the prints they got back. It's very hard to say, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, like they don't look the most real, but maybe he just like stuck a finger in and made fake prints just to mess with people. It's They're all
0: completely different.
1: (laughs) He's a trickster. He likes to have fun. Also just real quick. So for the fourth dimension, I just wanted to say it. I just looked it up. So, so the dimensions are length, width, height. The force is the fourth is spacetime, and then of course Jeff. So, <laughs> those, those are the go. five dimensions that we currently.
0: Have. Great. <laughs> um, we'll yeah. we'll make a chart for you. <laughs> I'm going to write that down, and we will actually make a dimension chart.
1: For there you. you go. That way you know. <laughs> I don't know exactly where Jeff lies on that.
0: He's the fifth dimension. He's the fifth. Wow. I don't know how that
1: looks, but looks like Jeff. But anyway, yeah, these prints are here. Uh, we'll put up photos of them. They are, they're prints. Um,
0: they look like somebody pushed some sticks or their own hands or, you know, something in yeah. some clay.
1: That's what but it's Jeff. That's what they ended up deciding is that somebody must have pushed these.
2: Yeah, and because and he had things. three different paws. So Maybe so he like, was
1: just deformed. Yeah. Jeff never he said he says he has two equal hands and two equal feet.
2: He just
0: says they work.
1: To be, fa- to be fair, <laughs> later photos do prove that he has equal hands and feet at least. But yeah, so that, that is one of the biggest pieces of evidence, but it's like depending on which side of the fence you're on there, it either goes completely against the idea that Jeff was real or... It goes for the idea that he was just messing with everybody. Yeah, hard to say.
0: And then there's also the they supposedly got hair samples, but like when you tested the hair, it just came out like his dog hair, and the family had a it, dog. Their their
2: dog hair. I saw a video that it was compared with the other dog hair, and it was is the same animal. So yeah, and they were like, look, they were, it's they were just, just hair. It, yeah, it, they, they were just all high, and they were like looking at their dog, and they were like, oh my god, it's talking, and it looks like a monkus.
1: It should be said that this is not a DNA test. It is a microscopic test because obviously in the thirties, you're not going to have DNA testing. Um, So you have to look at it under a microscope and compare it to what it looks like for other animals. And the person who did that said that they were pretty sure it's from a dog. And then when they got more samples back, uh, they said, we're pretty sure this is not only from a dog, but this one is the whisker of the dog. So then they ended up testing side by side the, the family's dog, which um, the name of that dog was Mona and they tested Mona's hair and it was a match for the other one. But again, that's not actually DNA testing.
0: That's yeah. Microscopic but I mean, that's kind of hard to observing. say anything about since they had a dog. Like some people were saying that the pictures of him were just a cat, but they didn't have a cat. Right. So like right. that's a little different. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably just a dog. That's my
2: opinion. In, in the pictures, people were like, maybe it's just a, just a fur, like a fake fur on a fence. Oh,
0: yeah. That's one of my Isn't favorite what you said? things. It yeah. was like a scarf.
1: Yeah. So I guess we, we should probably talk about these <laughs> pictures. Uh, there are, so there's this whole thing where they're like, we can't get a picture of Jeff because Jeff is not the type of person, creature, Demon that wants to come out when everybody's there. Specifically, He's Jeff is goose. afraid of strangers. A, manuse, a man man goose. goose. a man, man goose. A man goose
0: on the Isle of Man. That's where goose. he got the idea.
1: Uh maybe that's how he became a man. He went to the Isle of Man. Anyway, they couldn't get pictures of him. The only person that could ever be consistently around Jeff was the daughter. So they asked the daughter to take a camera, which they gave her. And next time she got the chance to be alone with Jeff, to basically take pictures of him when she got the chance. So you blur him out, you take pictures, show the pictures later. So we got pictures. There are technically three. I think I only put two in our outlines, but. They
0: look (laughs) dumb. Of course, they're blurry.
1: So some people say it's a cat. However, that's why I wanted to tell the whole backstory there because it would be extremely lucky for her to walk outside and for her to find a cat sitting on a fence. Most likely that's not going to happen.
2: Yeah. Especially if they didn't have a cat.
1: Right. They didn't own a cat. And I don't, I mean, I don't know, maybe on the Isle of Maine, you can just go pick up a cat like you can a rock. It's just there, but I doubt it. Uh, And these photos, a lot of people say they're blurry and that they're not well taken. I disagree with that usually i'm on that side of the fence but with these this is the 1930s and this is a 13 year old with a camera that was not hers and she was poor and had no electricity or running water which means she probably did not ever have access to a camera if she did it would have been sparing i would think so
0: yeah i mean they they are just like full of film grain but i mean it's film (laughs) yeah
1: and they're honestly not that blurry i mean i've seen like Adults take photos with better well, cameras They're just, now, like, but...
0: far away. So, like, that second one just kind of looks like a lump of something on a fence.
1: I
2: think right. it kind of looks like a beaver without a tail. Yeah, or kind like of a does. ferret.
1: Or skunk. Yeah. It's got, like, a
2: weird... This first one definitely looks like a skunk.
1: Or, like, a badger. And it's, it's really... There's three photos. They're all... All three are on a fence. So, they're very much, like, positioned in a specific way. Mm-hmm. Which is also odd. I don't know if Jeff just always talks to her on a fence or if they were just having a nice day. I don't really know because there's not a lot to that story other than we gave her a camera, she left and then came back with photos.
0: Yeah, so there's pictures, but I mean, it's hard to say what they are.
1: Yeah, and there's definitely like identifiable claws or like paws and there's a face. There's something there. But, I mean, theories range from Jeff to, like we said, a cat to, like you said, Jackie, it's like a, it's just like animal hide made into a scarf or some type of garment that she just strung up over a fence. Or it could be a stuffed animal, but I don't think they, that she would have had anything like that. I think the investigators would have noticed too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: She was just like talking to her stuffed animals instead. It's like, well, case closed.
1: Yeah. It also kind of looks like a badger but
2: yeah it does kind of look like a badger
1: it's really hard to say what it reminds me of is there's a story later about a possibly dead jeff which we'll talk about but it kind of reminds me of dead jeff a little bit but too small to be dead jeff i
0: didn't see your note about him being asked to make a cast of his toe beans (laughs) Uh, toe bean casts
1: yeah, but that's that's like the whole incident of the photos. And those are the only photos we have of Jeff. They're the only even remote proof that we have. There's also not photos of a lot of the other evidence that I think they would have wanted to get, which is like there was um, urine coming through the walls. Jeff would just pee into the cracks in the walls.
0: What a
2: dick. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: I don't get why the photos were outside if he primarily lived inside
1: i don't know i mean he did go to the city sometimes and sometimes by himself so maybe that's just where he was but it also doesn't say if he walked to the city
0: he took
2: the bus
1: the bus came all the way out to their home
0: i mean i don't know
2: no silly. i heard that he would jump on cars going by
1: oh okay than, yeah. so he's just he just a psychopath <laughs> just yeah <laughs> I don't know. In the 1930s, though, were there a lot of cars on the Isle of Man traveling past this home? Yeah, I that really can't was imagine. A mile away no from their nearest neighbor. That's I've, what Jeff said. I guess so. Maybe he was just mind controlling the people driving the cars. <laughs> it's hard to say.
0: Um, yeah, he also really liked singing nursery rhymes, and his favorite song, like I said, was "Carolina Moon." He also was really fond of singing "Sweet Home Alabama" really poorly. I want to know what this mongoose voice sounds like screeching out these songs. Cause I'm sure that's horrible. Yeah. Um, I guess he would regularly keep them, oh, keep the family awake at night, just screaming. Yeah. He, I guess actually, eventually they took him in kind of like as part of the family or like, he just kind of befriended them. Um, they just kind of decided like, well, he's here. He's our new mongoose. And, this is one of my favorite things. He would regularly bring them rabbits to cook, like dinner. And he said he strangled them to death. Like, can you imagine just like a little mongoose just like strangling a rabbit with his tiny little hands? No, because
2: it's horrifying. <laughs> uh, I think it's just funny because you can just, he, I mean, he has like sharp ass teeth and then he's just like strangling them. He's like, I didn't want to mangle it up for you. Like, it's kind of sweet. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's true. He's kind of sweet for the family, not to the rabbit, obviously. <laughs> he going bite into it for you.
0: Yeah, I found another quote that said, like, in defense of him being real, he said, if I were a spirit, I could not kill rabbits. So I guess there's proof. You know, he, he murdered there's the rabbits. But, yeah.
1: but then he claimed he was a spirit multiple times.
0: Psychological tricks.
1: I guess so. I mean, that is the he's most consistent thing. Is Yeah, he's a trickster. The, the things that he does... Like, uh, actually, we didn't, I forgot to bring this up when we were talking about the hair. So the whole thing with the hair came in the Harry Price investigation, Ah. who is, ha. He was the, at the time, the director of the National Laboratory of Psychical Research. And he needed some fur, basically. He asked for some hair, and he said specifically, uh, at the request of Miss Irving, the animal pulled some fur off its back some of his tail and a few dark hairs from the end of his tail. This was done during the night and Jeff placed the exhibits in a bowl in the living room. Then the mongoose called out, look in the ornament bowl on the mantel shelf and you will see something frail." So that's where they got the hair from, but this kind of goes back to him being a trickster is all he ever says is you will see something frail, which means in theory, could have just cut it from the dog
0: yeah so
1: the, the the weird part about this case is that a lot of times when jeff presents evidence which he willingly does even though he won't show himself which is also weird he does it in a way that's more of like the trickster variety than anything else like he seems to be messing with people which is what a lot of people claim like it's dog hair but that's because jeff didn't want to give up his hair instead he just cut the dog's hair and that's another note on the dog's hair is it would have had to have been cut it was not pulled off because mm-hmm. there was no bulbous end so the person looking at it said that it was most likely cut with a pair of scissors so but he does have hand, yeah. hands so there's that I mean
2: based off of like a lot of the quotes that he said I just think he was absolutely messing with them all oh, of the sure. time
0: yeah he was just like he's some trickster asshole who's just like trying to drive these people crazy, like, keeping them awake at night, just screaming, like, (laughs) he's insane if he's real. Yeah. Oh, and another one of my favorite things is that when he went to town, he would, like, listen to all the town gossip, and then he'd, like, come home and, like, tell them about it. (laughs) There was a great graphic on one of the videos. I don't know. We'll have to link it because I can't explain it. It won't be funny. Yeah, cool. Just, they just like show him come back, and it's like, hey man, guess what I heard today? <laughs>
1: just like poofs in. Um,
0: it's really dumb. But.
1: Yeah, the the his like forays into town were consistent as well. Whether the family went or whether he just went by himself, he loved going into town. And it's rumored that there was a bus that had actually attached an electronic trap like an electrical trap mm-hmm. to try and catch him where yeah. it would shock him if he showed up on the bus, it however, was like underneath the bus. however he wasn't worried because he was the wasn't, fifth dimension no it wasn't the bus that he takes that's what he told oh. james irving <laughs> he said i take the eighth bus not uh, yeah okay which makes sense because he's the eighth wonder of the world mm-hmm. so you know he takes bus yeah. number eight them, but yeah, so they installed it on one of the buses, but he was never worried about it. And I couldn't find whether or not that was they installed that because maybe rats were getting on board, or if they installed that because someone thinks they actually saw Jeff in town, because at that point he was well known.
0: Supposedly, the bus driver said that he's seen Jeff eating his sandwiches, Ah, <laughs> and the grocery store is also seeing him stealing food, apparently. So oh, like definitely. that was part of the family's like evidence, is like, oh, look, we're not the only ones who've seen him. Yeah. Um, but who knows? you know,
1: <laughs> there was another time as well that Jeff went into town. This one's one of my favorites. Uh, he went into town basically to spy on James Irving, who was having a dinner with one of his friends and they were talking about all types of things that they wouldn't be talking about with their wives around. And then Jeff came back home and reported everything that James Irving had said at that dinner which the wife I cannot remember her name right now she was very very irritated when he got back and she started ranting at James Irving about all of the different things he said even though she would have had to have been there in order to hear that which maybe she was but I think home wrecker <laughs>
0: but <laughs> trying to break it apart
1: but that does mean that someone would have had to have been there to know what he would have said and James Irving did confirm that like she did know what he was talking about.
0: Maybe they there. all just were using this hoax against each other. Then they all just kind of believed the mongoose was real.
1: Yeah. But then, like, why or, didn't he recognize her following him?
2: Hmm. Or, or Jeff was in love with Mr. Irving. There you go. That's a story. just trying to end the marriage.
1: When he was talking to... Or when he was talking about the three, I can't remember what he said about the other two, but... Basically, he said, Mr. Irving gives me food or something like that. Oh, no, Miss Irving gives me food.
0: He said, ma'am gives me food. I remember that. Yeah. And Mr. Yeah. Irving answers my questions.
1: Yes, that's what it was.
0: Yeah. I don't remember what he said about the girl. I think he said, I like the girl the most. Ma'am gives me food. And Mr. Irving answers my questions. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so he had a he had a purpose for all of He them.
1: had his reasons for why he would suddenly be talking to this group of people.
0: Should we
2: have a list of quotes?
1: Yeah, we he have awesome yeah. quotes.
2: Some of his best lines. Yeah, so he has some good lines. Jackie, do your best. Your best my, Jeff voice. My favorite one. Okay, I'll, I'll try Jeff voice. Um, Nuts, put a sock in it. Chew Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. Me too. That was my favorite one. He's one just such a badass. Voice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like the one that says, Jim, I have a goddamn cough. I have a hell of a cold. You will have to go get me something.
1: <laughs> there's also, a
2: goddamn cough.
0: There's another
1: one where Jim was apparently, or James, whatever his name was, James Irving. He was reading a newspaper one morning after this whole Jeff thing was first found out. And he just heard yelled out from the walls, read it out, you fat-headed gnome. Which is <laughs> just, just really mean. He's just such a dick. I feel it like it would like- just be like anybody's pet if they could talk but
0: he seems like he talks directly to jim a lot because there's this other one where he says well jim what about some grubbo <laughs> um we've said the i could <laughs> tell you all that i want this,
2: yeah. this one says i've been to nicer homes than this carpets pianos satin covers on polished table i'm going back there ha 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 it's <laughs> <laughs> like shitting on them he's like not only do i not only is your home disgusting but i'm gonna stay here and make fun of it
1: yeah well and like this is the thing i think is a lot of people say well they were just claiming this to try and get fame or whatever and like they were hoaxing for this reason or that reason like we already said they didn't get very much money out of it they did get money but not near enough to not
0: enough for make them any to sense like
2: elongate this
1: also they lost a huh. lot of money when they tried to sell They ended up losing money on the house.
2: Yeah, because everyone thought it was haunted.
1: Yeah, because nobody wants to move into a place where a talking mongoose pees inside of your walls (laughs) and constantly (laughs) just verbally assaults you. As he
0: said, I am not a spirit. I am an ex. I am a little extra, extra clever mongoose. Exactly.
1: (laughs) So nobody wanted to move into that. So, and on top of that, this family is now claiming that they're just being, you know hassled by a mongoose that's not very nice at all and doesn't help in any way shape or form
2: Hey, but, but like this it. mongoose this mongoose is a genius because he says that he'll split the atom he is the fifth dimension
0: i am the eighth wonder of the world
1: you know what <laughs> i just thought about that this would have been 1930 had they split the atom yet i don't
0: know i want to look it
1: up when did they split the atom 1938
2: what Oh, that's wild! I mean, that's something I'm sure that they were working on. So that's Jeff did why it. it. Was brought up. He said he would. Jeff did, he did it first. He said he would, and then he did. What?
1: No, okay, I found it. Uh, so that was one of the first times it was claimed they split the atom. However, 1918 was uh, Ernest Rutherford was the first person to knowingly split the nucleus. Uh, he bombarded nitrogen with naturally occurring alpha particles it doesn 't matter anyway, 1918 <laughs> is when they first There's split a, the atom. a science. Lesson. So I was going to say that 's a little wild, but they already knew about the atom at that point, so they already knew you could split an atom. So
0: well, Jeff said he was going to do it.
1: But everything Jeff says, at least are things that are known about. I will say that too like i 'm the eighth wonder of the world. I mean they knew there were seven Wonders of the world, and I am the fifth dimension at that point they were already talking about the fourth dimension so it's not like he says anything groundbreaking
0: he said it first <laughs> <laughs> moving along with the story after after everything basically failed they ran out of money they tried selling this house but like like you said it, since it was haunted that they couldn't really they like they lost money trying to sell it um, so in um so they, when did they sell it 36
1: they sold yeah, it in 1936.
0: Yeah. yeah. So they they were trying to sell it in 36. And Lieutenant Leslie Graham took over the property in 1937. And so I guess he was there for about 10 years before in 1947, a report came out in the local papers that Graham had killed some weird mongoose looking creature, but. It, like nobody could really tell what it actually was.
1: Well, the newspaper actually reported that not that he killed a mongoose creature. It reported that he killed the talking mongoose. I've got that. Oh. Pe- I've got a clip out from that newspaper. So they it's at the end of our notes. If you want to look, it, it says talking mongoose killed Jeff, the famous Dolby spook is snared. So oh, they did believe at the time that they had killed the talking mongoose. And this is after the talking mongoose had just kind of disappeared, which wouldn't be that weird in theory because the family had moved out and that was his only connection to the house. He wasn't haunting the house. He was there because they were there. And then he didn't want to follow them when they left. So he stayed around on the Isle of Man until he's eventually found and killed by the man who took over the house.
0: Supposedly. Supposedly.
1: And they really didn't know what the animal was. Uh, Eventually, they kind of decided that it probably wasn't the talking mongoose. Mostly people decided that based on the fact that the animal looks like it's black and white. However, I will point out the fact that this is, uh, in fact, a black and white photo. So the animal is definitely black and white. Uh, That could have something to do with it. And yellow in black and white, anything, doesn't really show up very well. So it usually just looks pure white. Even like red and things like that do. So it's hard to say what color this thing actually is. Yeah. Nearly impossible. It's fair. Um, like if you've ever seen I Love Lucy, she looks just like she has really bright hair, but in fact she has very red hair. It's just because it's hard to tell colors in black and white. So yeah.
0: There's your film science lesson for the day.
1: There's a lesson for you.
0: <laughs> well, they said it was neither a ferret, a stoat, nor a weasel. Like they couldn't tell what the thing was. So that kind of like goes along with the. With the jeff story and then actually the people who investigated it and wrote the book i think it was price right um i think he actually like caught wind of that report he tracked down the daughter and to ask her if that was jeff (laughs) and she said it didn't really look like jeff um but she still wouldn't deny that he was real she still was saying like yep i saw him he was there but i wish he didn't haunt us
2: yeah and i can't remember was it her or the mom that was like or that there was an interview 30 years later it was and she still didn't deny it
1: it was her the the last interview happened shortly before she died in the early 2000s which was years and years later
2: wow
0: really
1: and that it wasn't a full interview though it was mostly that a reporter had tracked her down and asked if she could have an interview with her she said no she didn't want to talk about it but she said that she still doesn't like she still uh she she confirmed that Jeff the Mongoose was a real event.
2: Yeah, and that and yeah. that she never married because of him.
1: Yes. It was his yep. fault. <laughs> she never was able to be married because people didn't want to marry the woman who was talking to a demonic mongoose. So again, no one got anything good out of this. They sold their That's home lame. for less money. She couldn't get married. This is not a like a good life. Uh also Before 1936, the family had actually stopped experiencing Jeff the Mongoose uh, for roughly a year to two years. It's hard to figure out what that timeline is because the daughter had moved out and the daughter, whether or not you want to look at it as it's a hoax, the daughter could have been hoaxing it. Or if you want to look at it as Jeff was real, then Jeff just didn't care about anyone except for the daughter anyway. So Jeff disappeared. Uh, mm-hmm. regardless of the situation, that was be best why.
0: friend was gone, or best tortured subject yeah. <laughs> was gone. So,
1: in theory, before they even sold the house, before the new owner came on, Jeff was probably already gone. Jeff had already left. And that's why they stopped the investigation. That's also why Harry Price was able to release his book, because there was no more investigation to be done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Harry Price did... Uh, his final thought was that it was a hoax. He didn't believe it.
0: Boom.
1: After years and years Jeff of sending real. people there and investigating it and finding hair and that kind of stuff, he, at the end of the day, thought they were housing it.
0: Well, he's wrong because in reality, Jeff is just the fifth dimension. He ascended back.
1: <laughs> back to the fifth dimension?
0: Well, I mean, he already was the fifth dimension. I was going
1: to say he is like, the... He's out
0: there just being the fifth dimension.
1: Yeah. So I see there's a list here of, what, of things that he could have been in theory.
0: I saw one theory that he is really a mongoose, but possessed by an evil spirit which i don't know how many animal possession stories there are out there i didn't look i feel like it's probably a thing
2: yeah i think what's interesting about that one is like with the multilingual thing it's like yeah. with possessions often you can speak other like people speak like other languages so that could be true yeah I mean, although it like, seemed like like it Could he be, like, a poltergeist, like, in a mongoose body or something like that? Because, like, aren't, like, poltergeists usually tricksters? I think so.
1: It depends. I mean, a lot of times demons are are considered tricksters. It depends on what side of that field you're on, because some people think that poltergeists are, you know, they're spirits from all sorts of things. Then there's other people that believe that any type of ghost or poltergeist is, in fact, just a demon in disguise. Therefore, in theory, could be a demon doing anything and oftentimes they're tricksters i also did just read demons in theory can possess animals it hasn't been shown very often that they do but uh they've been shown to possess pretty much everything including things like trees which was shown in the evil dead when they do that whole scene so they can possess anything living technically huh so if you're eating cucumber could be a demon in there (laughs) waiting to just tap into your brain
0: okay yeah i saw that as a theory and like the reason why his face kind of morphed into like a human-like thing and he had the human-like hands like, i don't know i guess demons do that but yeah that was one theory i think the
2: next one is jackie's i saw you typed to the holy ghost <laughs> i so i wrote the holy ghost because i think that was a quote that he said or someone said to him that he was maybe the Holy Ghost. Oh, um, fine. The Holy Ghost in the form of a mongoose.
1: <laughs> it was something like that. I don't remember what he said. I don't think
0: I saw that one. I just remember the fifth dimension and like splitting the atom and that whole thing. Uh,
1: he's, I do remember reading a quote about the Holy Spirit. It was, it was one of his many quotes about being the spirit. He has a lot of quotes about it yeah. in general. Where he claims like he, both to be he one. He and not.
2: couldn't even really decide what he
0: was. Well, speaking of the Holy Spirit, apparently he used to make fun of them for
2: reading the Bible. Oh, like yeah. Maybe that's, why, a, um, maybe that's atheist. why Maybe that's
0: why. I don't know. I don't know why he would say he's the Holy Ghost. Maybe.
2: It'd be really funny if he was like, I'm an atheist. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm the Holy Ghost. <laughs>
2: the
1: possessed talking mongoose. Atheist. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
0: so, like, there's there's other theories that maybe he, like, we kind of mentioned he's a poltergeist. Because I guess in most poltergeist cases, they attach themselves to a certain person or, like, a certain object. So, like, in this case, it was probably the daughter, Vori, I don't know. And because um, she was obviously, like, the center of Jeff's activity, he showed himself to her the most. Like, she was the only one that was able to get a picture of him, all that. And he seemed to actually torture her more than the rest of them. Like, sometimes he would lock her door and um, steal food from her and, like, all kinds of things. I guess it could be a
2: poltergeist. Or just, like, a shitty younger brother.
1: (laughs) He also claimed at one point, there's a bunch of quotes in a row, like, I am an earthbound spirit. And then, separately, I am not a spirit. I am a little extra, extra clever mongoose, like we said. And then if I were a spirit, I could not kill rabbits. And then I am a ghost in the form of a weasel. And I shall haunt you with weird noises and clanking chains. So. (laughs) 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 Like
0: the clanking chains, just like the little (laughs) monkeys with some chains. (laughs) Oh, and I saw, okay. So I saw this really interesting other one called a Tulpa. Could be a Tulpa, which is like a weird, it's not really a ghost. It's like a manifestation of someone's imagination, like a literal manifestation. Yeah. Um, if you've ever seen Twin Peaks, there's a lot of tulpas in that. But basically they're like, a, they're not a ghost because they're not technically a spirit. It's like...
1: Still poltergeisty.
0: But it comes from your own mind, right? So the idea is that he is just a manifestation of like Mr. Irving being mentally isolated on the farm. So it's kind of like a split off personality that manifested as a mongoose for some reason. Yeah. Um, there's also theories that he came from the daughter, specifically, because she was like a lonely child, and she was bullied at school a lot for having a haunted house, basically, and believing in it. So she really didn't have any friends. Um, so the idea maybe is that she created Jeff, which nice I guess would that. also supposedly explain why nobody else could really see
2: him. Yeah.
1: Well, the other family members could see him, and we have people from the town that claim to be able to see him. Yeah. you can manifest a tulpa so that other people can see it. Tulpas are complicated. There's a lot yeah, more to it strange. than just something like it's not really a simple explanation. I know it's, I was
0: trying to simplify,
2: but
1: like, there's not really a way to. Uh, I mean, I've listened. Like, is
2: yeah. it like you know the Mandela effect, but on a more personal scale? It's more physical. It's, that, really? Yeah,
1: it's considered real. I mean, tulpas are considered something that you manifest and they're real. They're never considered an imagination. Mm. So that's the thing. I don't know. There's there's a lot more to it.
0: It's like a that. ghost almost without like as much of a spiritual tie. Yeah. But you can see it like it's there. It's like a physical thing.
1: Yeah. It is an interesting idea that it could be a tulpa.
0: That's cool. Um, oh, I also saw another one where uh, it could have been a house fairy. because I guess that was a big thing in that time in the UK was fairies, um, which which were supposedly, like, little creatures that watched over your house, which is what Jeff claimed to do, so.
1: Fairies do have a history on the Isle of Man. Yeah. So that's another thing about this, is the Isle of Man, it's not like it's got, it doesn't have, like, its own, like, folklore and mythology and things like that. There are recorded incidents of other supernatural events occurring on the island as well. So, Jeff the Mongoose is not, like, an isolated, only poltergeist activity or cryptid activity or whatever they've ever had on the Isle of Man. Definitely not. There's, bo- there's like, whole books about the history of that island in terms mm. of the supernatural world. So, but yeah, I mean, that kind of leads us into our conclusions, though, like, the ideas of what it could be.
0: Do we have any other theories, supernatural-wise?
1: That it was a talking mongoose named Jeff. I don't, I don't know what else to say there.
2: He could, he could be, like, an extraterrestrial- since he was from a different dimension.
0: An alien mongoose? Okay, that just sounds like something out of Doctor (laughs) Who. I like like that that too, yeah.
1: What I think is one of the most interesting things about, and we have a note about this in our conclusions from our story, but one of the most interesting things is that he is specifically a mongoose that comes from Delhi, born June 7th, 1852. That all comes from Jeff, Specifically.
0: Yeah.
1: Which is just a very, very specific place and date and year and everything. I mean, everything to choose. Okay. I don't know why he's like for it's a weird date for them to choose. Whether it's a talking mongoose that actually came from there. It's odd. Why? Or if it's the girl that chose that, it's an odd thing to just randomly choose.
2: Yeah, I mean he'd be like seventy years old.
1: He was eighty something. Yeah. So Yeah, he was like 83 at the time. Yeah.
2: And he just learned how to talk. Well- What a loser. Talk about, yeah. Talk about teaching an old dog new tricks.
1: I think he had already known how to talk. He just hadn't ever found any, as he puts, like, attractions. He said
0: he's always been able to understand humans, but it was Jim who taught him how to speak.
1: Oh, okay.
0: For some reason.
2: Can you just imagine lessons?
1: Yeah. I mean, lessons.
2: Uh, uh, apple.
1: <laughs> apple, fat-headed gnome. Repeat. <laughs> yeah.
2: Fat-headed uh, gnome. <laughs> you teach him to be awful.
1: <laughs> but who, who put in this note for rikki Tiki tavi Me. Yeah.
0: Um, if anybody has heard the story before of Rikki-Tikki-Tavi, um, it's a short story out of the Jungle Book and that came out in 1894 and um it's about a mongoose from india who is adopted by a british family and so it's it's entirely possible that the daughter was read this book as a child and so the story was just in her brain yeah and so which is which is where the backstory for hate for jeff comes from yeah if she she made this up which is where i'm going with that
1: i mean that story is not anything like jeff the talking mongoose no he doesn't talk and he's not an asshole India. No, he just murders snakes and is a goddamn hero. But that's that's the real story of Riki Tiki Tavi.
0: Who is your life hero? Cameron's is Riki Tiki Tavi.
1: Honestly, he might beat out Batman by like a step. (laughs) Riki Tiki Tavi for president. It also wouldn't be surprising that she chooses a mongoose if she did fake it, because the island had been flooded with them just not too long before. Yeah. So, and there's a good chance there was at least a few running around still on the island.
0: Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting because I found um, in the 14 times uh, that somebody made the connection, like the first thing he thought of when he heard the Jeff story was the story of Rikki-Tikki-Tavi, which, I mean, is strangely similar to the fact that it's a mongoose from India with a British family. So maybe she was like, that'll be my mongoose.
2: And she made a tulpa and it haunted everybody. Yeah, I could see that. Or, yeah, someone yeah. else said that uh, maybe she was just really skilled at ventriloquism. And yeah, so maybe the story kind of stuck with her and then she, she kind of made up this mongoose and then she used her skills. The only thing is like she was only 13. So yeah, living out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I mean, when you're living out there, you have a lot of time to just figure but out how to do her? that thing. Who taught her what? I mean was not. Oh, I mean, I don't know. There's I mean maybe she read it in a book. Maybe that's how she learned it. Yeah. It's it's not the first time that a little girl specifically has possibly terrified people with her possession voice and throwing that from <laughs> another room. Uh there is the Enfield haunting, which is one of the most famous hauntings ever. If you've seen The Conjuring 2, that's what it's about. Is about the Enfield haunting, the case of a girl who was possessed by an older man, and could make some pretty terrible noises with her voice. Whether or not she was possessed is still argued. Uh, some people think she she definitely was. It was it's, a very
2: deep voice. Did you did you watch the video?
1: What I, of the I was, Enfield haunting? I, I, yeah,
2: I came across that one too. Yeah, and. Mm-hmm. It was really deep.
1: Yeah, so. it's, it's actually kind of scary, like, the, what that voice sounded like. Whether or not she did it, I don't know. I have to look. I want to read more about the Enfield Haunting case I was having. I'm
0: just creeped out. Thanks, guys. The Enfield Haunting <laughs> is a
1: really weird, uh, it's a really weird thing. The Enfield Haunting is just another example of how this has happened before, where a little girl is possessed or near a thing that's possessed, and then there's these awful sounds that come out. So it's not like it's out of reality that she could make those noises. Like it's not too obscure
0: yeah. an idea. Well, she was I mean, she was basically caught a couple times. Is what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, specifically, there was a um, a reporter from the Isle of Man Examiner, who, when he was there, he caught the girl making noises, and then her father just tried to convince him that the sound came from somewhere else. So, and then there was another one that I talked about earlier, where he saw the girl like in another room with her hands over her lips, looking like she was talking. While Jeff was talking, yeah, and then like when he gets closer, she stops, but it was never like full- on proven, and she still like she never admitted that she did it. And I what I really can't tell is um, whether like it's actually true that she had ventriloquism skills or if it's just a theory that's what she was using because there's like this old clip from a uh, the paper that I found. And it says, clue to mystery of talking weasel, schoolgirl may have powers of ventriloquism, which I love the phrasing. Powers.
1: I, I think there's a chance that that's more just like assumed
2: than anything else. I like yeah. powers of ventriloquism, because it still seems like there's something like kind of mystical going on there.
0: I know, yeah, and I think this was around the time where
2: mysticism was really yeah. popular again. Yeah, I think this is around the same time that Lock- the Loch Ness monster was kind of servicing. And so I think, and I, you know, that was pretty close also in the UK. So I think it's, like, very possible that there was just a lot of mysterious things going on and people liked hearing about that kind of stuff, so.
0: Yeah, and so that's where, like... I don't know that's probably why they jumped around like the whole spirit thing a lot yeah. whether or not she had powers of ventriloquism or if he was just a ghost or he was just a real talking mongoose who knows but it was definitely something people were hearing about haunted stuff
1: it, and it's hard to say whether or not that influenced this type of thing i mean they were so caught from society too but at the same time she constantly went into town with them So it's not like she wasn't exposed to like what was out there in the world and what was socially, you know, interesting. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard to say with this case where Jeff the Talking Mongoose came from, no matter what side of the debate you're on.
0: Yeah, honestly, I think this one is the most viable is that she just kind of made it up and learned how to throw her voice. Because like all I imagine when I hear the whole screechy voice thing is just a little girl making a screechy animal voice, which they do. I mean as a kid you already have a high Pitched voice and then like when you're voicing your Little animals to play with each Other or something yeah I just feel like if anybody heard that now We'd be like stop Mm -hmm. (laughs) It would just be Really obvious that it was like a little girl Making this creepy Animal noise
1: yeah it Did I mean they also did say that they were like They would talk about That she would go out with her friends and that Her like they would have rocks Thrown at them too she and her friends, the mongers, would just chuck rocks at them. So there are reports where she's standing there and she's getting hit by rocks, but those are coming from her little friends too. So who knows what's actually real and what isn't there? It's kind of hard to say. Or maybe it was the dad in on it. And he's just chucking rocks from a cliffside trying to hit kids. I don't know. I don't know on that one.
0: Yeah. And speaking of the dad, there's also the theory that he made it up to try and get like more people on his farm. And like you said. We've, we've all said earlier that he um, was doing all these reports for reporters trying to get money. But, like, he didn't really get much money. And also, I don't see how having paranormal investigators on your farm actually gets you more money, especially in that time. It seemed like more often than not, people just, like, didn't want to talk to them because they were crazy.
1: No, they just pay you small fees to be able to talk to you. It's different than getting, like, interviewed for a documentary now. Like, they're going to pay you a little bit, maybe.
0: but But, like, much. his... They weren't doing too hot in the farm, which is why they weren't really there for very long. Yeah. So, and that's why they sold it. So that's
2: one theory, but I don't know. I just don't really see that one being a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is probably the one with the most confusing and contradictory statements, like, all around. Like, I'm I'm never really sure about what to think for this one, because it's just, like, there's too many random bits of information exactly yeah so why don't we do
0: that part now uh we yeah. forgot about that last episode by the way sorry you can you can use your best judgment with the roswell case but this time we'll tell you what we think
1: roswell's a lie it was reptilian space pope there you go i've <laughs> got my input on that so
0: this time we're gonna remember to ask jackie what do you think actually happened
2: i really like extra extraterrestrial uh mongoose but i think it it's probably like the ventriloquism thing um, or what is what is that one called, the Oatulpa? Oh, I kind of like that one because it's, it's one thing if the daughter was a ventriloquist, but how did she get her parents to go along with it? Because I really don't think they would have wanted the attention. Or I mean, it, they might have wanted the attention, but it didn't seem like it would be good for them financially. Unless they were just so desperate at one point when they were just like, whatever, I guess maybe we can see if this would help. But I don't know, maybe, yeah, maybe a tulva, or maybe there was just like, I don't know, maybe they all just would pick a bunch of mushrooms and then (laughs) like, just collectively, like they thought they were regular mushrooms or they were like psychedelic mushrooms or something. They're just constantly tripping yeah and then they just thought that their dog was this talking mongoose <laughs> which i don't know that to me that seems like the most possible
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it's funny that they don't really talk about their dog and like how the dog played a part with this mongoose
2: yeah, yeah do you think that the dog would be like kind of going crazy like with just a random talking mongoose around i think the dog would be barking a lot didn't say anything about it
0: yeah, I feel, and I feel like the dog would probably be the easiest one to torture for the mongoose, you know? Yeah, but... Like, man, only it's like, all you gotta do is chill. make dog
2: sounds, and the dog will freak out, so... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I thought, I think maybe they, I don't know, something happened where they would mistake their dog as a talking mongoose.
0: It was the same animal. So, the dog was yeah. actually the mongoose, so that can shape
2: shift. Oh, Interesting.
1: That is an interesting
2: thing. Maybe if they, once they left and they like took the dog with them, they were like, you know, that's why like there wasn't the Jeff there anymore at the house because they took it with them. Yeah. He was the dog the whole time. Yeah. I can see that. What do you guys think?
0: (laughs) I'm going to stand by that. Okay. He's a shape-shifting mongoose that can turn into a dog. I mean, if he's alien or terrestrial, who knows? Not really. I do think it was the girl. It just seems like too many coincidences crop up around her. And especially the fact that it stopped after she left and it was always around her. I don't know, I mean, she could have also rigged things cause she was a child who had elderly parents who probably didn't play with her. She didn't really have very many friends.
1: Yeah, but they claimed it would throw like chairs and stuff too.
0: So she was telekinetic.
1: But that she, now you're just claiming she's psychic. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: a- I don't know. Like, yeah, there is some weird things, but like, honestly, it just feels like they've told a bunch of stories, really. Because most of the time when the reporters were here, nothing happened. Especially the one who wrote the long book, He nothing happened while he was there. He didn't see anything. He said either it's like the greatest tragedy or uh, the biggest hoax or something like that.
1: I don't think either of those things are true. What? The biggest tragedy or the greatest hoax. <laughs>
2: It wasn't really that great of a hoax. And
1: it's not really much of a tragedy. (laughs) I
2: think he meant like a tragedy that he didn't hear anything.
1: Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah.
2: His Uh, personal uh, greatest hoax. For us, it's just like a five out of 10. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'd give it that. And just to squash one more time, like I will say, regardless of whether or not it's a hoax or real, I don't think they did it for money.
0: Yeah, they not seem like. And we
1: forgot to mention at one point they were offered roughly $50,000 to join a traveling show where they could show the mongoose talking. And at a time where, as one of the videos I watched said, a kangaroo had wings glued to it and was being shoveled around London as the New Jersey devil. This was not a time where they would have had to come up with any crazy proof of anything. I mean, there were all types of, insane fakeries being shown to people for a lot of money
0: i mean if they were doing it for money then they could have gotten any animal and said yeah this is jeff here's the cat i found out on the street Give me
2: fifty thousand dollars yeah yeah I and
1: mean, they could have done that
2: yeah and if she was really talented at ventriloquism then it'd be like really easy to pretend that yeah that exactly. jeff could talk so right. it doesn't feel like they did it that they did do it for the money
1: yeah, and $50,000 for them would have been a ton. That's the equivalent of about $700,000 now. Oh, shit. So, I mean, at that wow. point, you could go buy a Mongoose and bring it with you and still have a <laughs> lot of money. So, them turning that down kind of shows that the money was not really what they wanted. However, that said, I don't. that doesn't make me think it's not a hoax. I still think it's a hoax. I think there's a good chance it's just kind of for the fun of it. I think the dad was in on it and i think the daughter was in on it and i think the the mom didn't want anything to do with it
2: yeah you don't really get that much from the mom Mm
1: -mm. i think she was kind of thrown into it and i have a feeling it's because it was her daughter and her husband that she just stayed silent about what it was but she rarely talked about it and even the story about jeff the mongoose coming back and telling her everything that he said that came from james didn't Mm -hmm. come from her Mm. so she didn't really have anything to say on this, and she never really helped them with evidence or anything like that. She said that she saw it at some point, but that could have just been to help out. Well, I mean, corn and the
0: the mongoose, all she was good for was snacks.
1: Right. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know. It most likely was a hoax. I would like to believe the talking mongoose that eventually accidentally gets hunted down by another person who buys the farm later, because just an interesting story.
0: I feel like this might have also been a time... Where, like, you know how, like, a lot of kids' books started having talking animals in them? Like, the Jungle Book, for example. Yeah. The animals talk to each other. I don't know if this was, like, a a big time for, like, when animals started cropping up in fiction stories as talking to each other.
1: Animals have been in fiction stories talking forever. Animals have been in stories talking for forever. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally, literally since uh, since the whole Garden of Eden thing, animals have been talking. So... It's not like it's rare to have an animal talking in a story. That's the theory. There's (laughs) There's also, there's a lot of biblical references here and there that Jeff makes. the Holy Spirit. Which makes me think little girl reads Bible, starts coming up with things as she's going. And Mm -hmm. I have a feeling that the sounds, either she was throwing her voice or they legitimately weren't happening while she was in the room.
0: Yeah. Jeff is the best.
1: Who knows? It does remind me of the Enfield case, though. Uh, It just doesn't freak me out as much as that. I guys. would love to have a talking mongoose in my walls who constantly just curses at me and calls me mean names and follows me to the store and then rants about what people said while we were at the store.
2: And encourages you to do cocaine.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just yells, chew coke every now and then. Great, great friend. <laughs> but yeah,
2: I think that's all we've got it's for It's just like
1: a
0: frat,
2: a frat boy. It is. <laughs> He's your frat friends, but. He's just a really hungover him. frat dude.
1: It's like the Detective Pikachu movie, but not as nice. Not as nice at it. all.
2: <laughs> it's like the Detective Pikachu movie
0: if um, Danny DeVito actually got to voice Pikachu. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Or if, like, Ryan Reynolds just got to go off the rails with it.
0: No. <laughs> you know what this is? This is like if Robin Williams voiced Mondo. I was
1: just thinking that too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, uncensored
1: Robin Williams voicing a mongoose from inside your walls. You Coke. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Robin Williams from the 80s, especially. Man. Yeah. Man, I wish he was still alive. He could make a talking mongoose
1: movie. Be the, <laughs> so he's, cool. he's the only choice for the role. But yeah, anyway, that's what we've got. <laughs> Let us know if you know anything else about this that we didn't bring up, anything that we missed that was important, or if you've seen Jeff, or if you are Jeff. Uh,
2: definitely...
1: Anything. <laughs>
2: he could still be out there.
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't know if we should invite Jeff into our homes. If, if he's a demon, that's usually a bad idea, right? Maybe if we
0: shouldn't directly speak to him.
1: Oh, you're right. But, well, they <laughs> say, though, the power you hold over demons is their name, too. So.
0: But he said his name was Jeff, so, like, it's probably not his real name in that
1: case. True. It's probably, like,
0: Anyway. Jimoidy. Yeah. Uh, thanks Jeffrey for listening. <laughs> yeah, thanks for being on again.
2: Yeah, it was a pleasure. I this was a fun one yeah this one was really fun and way less stressful than the atlantis one <laughs> stay tuned for
0: next month we're going to start with our spooky october episodes so we'll be doing something spooky spooked over all month
1: yep lots of spooky good um,
0: stuff we're not telling you what it is though so No. you get a surprise every wednesday uh and you can do that by following us on facebook and twitter at casier's what yep and leave us nice reviews. Or don't. Uh, we like nice reviews.
1: Preferably nice reviews. Maybe.
0: And yeah, I'm What's Allie. It? I'm Cameron. I'm Jackie. Yeah. And stay stitches. Hi. Yeah. I said it this time. You did say it. <laughs> Conspiracy, <laughs> say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Yeah.